1: offer subject to change valid for qualified residential customers only service not available in all areas restrictions apply
0: are the old world picturesque shores of europe calling you set sail on an adventure with avalon waterways enjoy an elevated cruising experience Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences, with fewer people, and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited-time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.
2: A man who needs no introduction.
3: The Black Information Network is committed to bringing you up-to-the-date news stories that are relevant, informative, and inspiring. And while news stories are always being updated and others are breaking, we understand that you need to be in the know all week long. Welcome to your midweek memo on the Black Information Network daily podcast with me, your host, Ramses Jabb. All right, let's get you all the way caught up. First story is coming out of Georgia, and I will share a bit from Newsweek. The Fulton County judge overseeing Georgia's sweeping racketeering case against Donald Trump and 18 co-defendants said it's possible. District Attorney Fonnie Willis could be disqualified from the case, but spared her from being the first to testify about misconduct allegations made against her. Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee said Monday that it is possible Willis could be disqualified from the Trump case based on facts being alleged by one of the co-defendants and that an evidentiary hearing on those claims must occur, paving the way for Thursday's hearing to go on as planned despite Willis's opposition. McAfee agreed with Willis's attorney that, quote, it would be important that from the outset we're not talking about calling Ms. Willis as the first witness, unquote. But he left the door open for the district attorney to testify later on, saying that the defense, quote, established a good faith basis for relevance," unquote, for Willis's testimony. Uh, Monday's hearing sought to determine whether Willis special prosecutor Nathan Wade and others from the district attorney's office will have to testify during Thursday's hearing when McAfee will weigh in on the accusations being made against Willis for the first time. Willis has been accused of misrepresenting a personal relationship with Wade, whom she hired to help her office prosecute Trump and his co-defendants in the Georgia case, which alleges that the former president and his co-defendants tried to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in the state. So this is the one that a lot of people are watching. Um... A lot of the quote-unquote federal crimes could be overturned if Donald Trump wins the presidency in 2024. He could pardon himself. Um, This one in Georgia is not a federal offense. It is a state offense. And so this one has a different type of sticking power. And so this is one that for a lot of the people who really wish for Trump to be relegated to the dustbin of history. Um, a lot of people are hoping that this produces uh, a guilty verdict. And with Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade's relationship um, now being at the center of the narrative, it's very much troubling for folks that were hopeful that this would produce the desired result. Um, But one good thing about this is that Judge Scott McAfee said that it's possible Willis could be disqualified from the Trump case instead of having the whole case thrown out. Now, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not even sure if it works that way, but that certainly was one of the things that I was concerned about was that um, somehow they would connect the misconduct, alleged misconduct of the prosecutor with the viability of the case and somehow if one gets thrown out the other gets thrown out and now this language leads me to believe that they are separate in other words if the lead prosecutor Fonnie Willis is disqualified from the Trump case the case would still continue and so that uh put a little bit of wind back in my sails at least but um it's still deeply troubling because, as I mentioned, this was the one that had really the most promise, uh, at least according to a lot of the folks that have come on the show and explained the goings on here to me and in, you know, personal conversation. So obviously we're watching this one pretty closely and we'll continue to do so. Moving on, uh, this one comes from Yahoo News. The U.S. CDC plans to drop its five-day COVID isolation recommendations under new guidance plans by the agency, according to The Washington Post as of Tuesday. The health agency plans to recommend people who test positive for COVID-19 to take a call on when to end isolation based on their symptoms. People with mild and improving symptoms would no longer need to stay at home if they have been fever free for at least 24 hours. The report said, citing CDC officials familiar with the matter, adding the new recommendations would not apply to hospitals and other healthcare settings with more vulnerable populations. The government has yet to sign off on the guidelines the agency is expected to release in April for public feedback, the report added quote, there are no updates to COVID guidelines to announce at this time. We will continue to make decisions based on the best evidence and science to keep communities healthy and safe, unquote, the CDC said in an email response. So while they're not quite there, um, again, it's expected to be you know updated in April. Um, it's looking like for folks that get COVID, you won't have to um, isolate for nearly as long. You know, 24 hours after you're fever free and you can get back to it. Um, so that's definitely another step in the COVID journey. It seems like it's, it's ongoing. Uh, I know that around my parts, people are still getting COVID and we're still trying to stay far, far away from them. But uh, I also know that COVID tends to take people off the set for a good long time. And so, um, with this updated mandate, as long as you're feeling better, you can get back to it. And I'm sure a lot of people would appreciate that if they have to end up with COVID again. So.
2: with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N.
1: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
3: Good news. This is your midweek memo on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast with me, your host, Ramses Ja. This from the BIN. Swiss Beats has responded to social media buzz surrounding the moment Usher and Alicia Keys shared on stage during the Super Bowl halftime show. On Sunday, February 11th, Usher put on a star-studded performance at the Super Bowl. Bringing out the likes of Ludacris, Lil John Will I Am, Jermaine Dupri, her, and Keys. Keys wore a red bejeweled bodysuit as she performed her hit "If I Ain't Got You." Usher and Keys then collabed for a performance of their song "My Boo." The two danced closely together during the performance, with Usher wrapping his arms around Keys's waist. Following the performance, social media users commented on their closeness. Uh, and. I'll spare you the details, but suffice it to say, social media had a lot to say about that if you haven't already encountered that on your own. So let's get to Swiss Beats. Uh, He says, y'all talking about the wrong thing. He wrote on Instagram alongside photos from the performance. Y'all don't see what amazing dress covering the entire stadium. Uh, Tonight's performance was nothing but amazing with two amazing giants. Congrats, Usher and my love, Alicia Keys. That song is a classic. We don't do negative vibes on this side. We make history. Go see Giants at Brooklyn Museum. It's open until July. Blessings. And I love this because this is the way you want to respond to the really toxic uh, swamp that is Instagram and TikTok and all those places where, you know, people are a lot braver. They say things they would never say in real life. And they're a lot meaner. And, you know, for people to be able to resist that and and focus on the positive, the fact that his wife was performing at the Super Bowl, these were two artists performing, and they were giving the people a show. Um, and he was acknowledging that. Uh, I think that that's about as graceful a response to all of the toxicity found on social media as you're ever going to find. So shout out to Usher, Swiss Beats, and of course, Alicia Keys. Finally, going to share a bit from NPR. Uh, The House of Representatives has voted 214 to 213 to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for quote, willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law, unquote, in enforcing borders, border policy and breach of public trust. Three Republicans voted with all Democrats against the impeachment. Mayorkas is the first cabinet member to be impeached since William Belknap, Secretary of War under President Ulysses S. Grant in 1876. It is highly unlikely that he will be convicted in the Senate or removed from office. Um, A DHS spokesperson said in a statement that the impeachment was done, quote, without a shred of evidence or legitimate constitutional grounds. The matter now heads to the Democratic-controlled Senate where lawmakers are widely expected to acquit or otherwise sidestep the charges and allow Mayorkas to remain in his role um and this in my estimation and a lot of other people's estimation is just more performative um republican showboating um it has no basis in a shared reality it is as i mentioned completely performative and once it was no- once it became known that the House was taking orders from Donald Trump to try to position Joe Biden as weak on the border um, so that Donald Trump could then campaign on the, com- the country having a weak border. You know, we, we, we could see right through every play they're trying to run. Um, the problem is, is that Republicans, um, certainly those far right, deep seated Republicans that hardly get an objective truth, um, it'll be hard for them to see exactly what's going on. and so we worry about this. Uh, but that's what happened and and like I said, it's it's largely expected that he's going to remain in his role. But now they can say that, you know, um, Biden's homeland Security secretary was impeached for his mishandling of the border or whatever narrative that, that they need to have be true. Uh, for Donald Trump to have (laughs) that that to campaign on. So, um, you know, I'm watching the same thing as you and I'm just as speechless, but this is America. So we'll leave it right there. Don't forget that you can find these and other stories at binnews.com. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. And join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you
0: elevated.